Hey, bubblers, and welcome to My Streaming Bubble. It's the podcast where I talk about the shows that I love with the people I tolerate. I'm your host, Jen, and today, Brian and I will be putting an end to 2021 by chatting about the very cheeky death to 2021. Hey, Brian. Hey. Uh, that was, that was a quality Jen, intro. Sister. Hey, sis. Hey, hey sis. Sibling. <laughs> I really panicked there. I didn't know what to call you on your podcast. <laughs> hey, podcast host. Hey, thanks for you. having me. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. So, <laughs> we are going to be talking about this kind of mockumentary of sorts, where kind of go over the whole last year. So we're like reliving the trauma that was 2021, but like in a funny yet still triggering way. They this was written and formatted by Charlie Brooker, who did the Black Mirrors. And he also had one last year, Death to 2020. So I figured out what the fuck. He put out a second one. We're not getting any new Black Mirrors. So why the hell not? So what did you think of this documentary of sorts retrospective? And do you think that we are going to start seeing these more as an annual series? And we're just done with Black Mirror since we're living Black Mirror? Before I answer that question, we're not getting more Black Mirrors. Is that confirmed? I don't, well, there's no, nothing new announced. I I haven't read anything that Black Mirror is officially done, but I do, I think last year, even when we did Death to 2020, was around that time or sometime last year that I think Charlie Brooker has said that, what, what can he write? Like that we're basically living it. And everything that has happened That's is so, so terrifying. Lazy. You're a, you're you're a writer. Like literally, just think harder. That's the, uh, oh. I'm just oh, that sucks. I didn't know that. If he's uh, without giving too much away, if he's doing these instead of Black Mirror, that bums me out because I agree. I, I think I think I think we both can agree that the quality of Black Mirror in general, like, kind of went south a bit. But at the same time, I think the concept itself still, I would guess it still has a lot of stuff. And I'm not, I'm not going to pretend like I know what the writing is like, because I know, like, I think the people that work on every episode are very different, right? Like, it's kind of its own contained yeah, thing. Yeah. Like, he probably has a say in some of it, but I don't, does he direct all? I should probably know this. Does he direct all? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I know he's the creator. He might have different directors because he did not direct... Yeah. When I looked at the credits for Death to 2021, he is listed as a writer and the creator of this series, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but there were two different directors for this version for 2021. Yeah. So I'm not sure how much say and pull that he has. Right. With, well, that, my, with my any point, of it. My, my point is that like the episodes are so different that it's like, I would understand if there's a whole show that was dedicated to like, let's say the, the pig fucking episode <laughs> since we were kind of talking about it earlier. Like, and then, and then all of a sudden we have Trump and then it's like, oh, it's like, it's the same. It's literally the same thing. <laughs> like, like why go on with the show that we've been doing for several seasons? Like we can't keep doing this topic, mm-hmm. but each show is different. So it's like, why could you like dolphins can uh, do commerce now? Like, <laughs> like that can be its own episode. Like you can do anything. So that's the only, really? that's the like, I'm like, Come on, man. I don't know. I like the show, but that's just, that's just me, I guess. No, I, I totally understand. I, I get what you're saying. It's kind of like for a while there, I wasn't, I thought maybe like the onion was going to go under because 
the the legit headlines that were running <laughs> yeah. for a good chunk of time sounded like onion articles yeah just, and then just you're like sign oh, up for like like AP florida news, news. Yeah, yeah. yeah just sign up for florida news and you basically get the onion <laughs> real life onion it's a, yeah, it's a hack it's cheaper but so what did you think of... <laughs> <laughs> so what did you think of this other show that we're talking about right now so you love these tattoos <laughs> okay I, I was gonna I was wondering like how we're gonna talk about this, but I'm just gonna get it out there now and then hopefully the audience will stick around to hear our views on it or what or like the reasoning behind it. I I don't remember what I said the year before. I probably should have listened to that episode before I I so I could like make reference to that. But I I it just wasn't I don't think this is my format. Like I don't I don't think this type of show is my thing. I think we had um some I wouldn't say fun conversation before well I guess you technically recorded it but we were having some conversations kind of about some of these topics quote off mic and that is an, it's fun to talk to you about some of those topics but in general I feel very burnt out and I felt like this like watching this was just like I've already like every day I read about this online like I, I I'm not I'm not crazy on social media. Like I'm not super connected, but I am on social media each day. And so I see, I I've been seeing this shit day in, day out conversations here and there, serious conversations about it, not serious conversations about it. I've seen a million vines, or not vines, vines gone. I've seen TikTok. Wow, you have reverted I've seen the TikToks <laughs> and the MySpace is all about, uh, all about these topics. And so honestly, like I was, I was watching it and halfway through, I was like, why am I, why is this not vibing with me? And it was because I felt like a lot of fatigue has set in with these things. And then because of that fatigue, I think I was looking through a lens of like, like, oh, this is Ugh. not funny. Oh, like, like they're trying to get sincere in this moment. And it just doesn't make sense with like the amount of irony that they're putting in there. Like, the, it seems like they're trying too hard all around. Mm -hmm. And so on the flip side, I'll say something positive about it. I'm impressed that they got in the variant into the episode it's clear that they like wait till the very last second like it's literally like the day before they release it they're like okay let's get all the fucking news in there that we can get yeah and then we just push it out because it, it like it is very timely i think maybe in the future may i'm just thinking about this right now maybe in the future they could be fun to watch like later sure or like or like, or like maybe when things are better like we can go back and be like oh yeah it was so funny when all these dumb assholes like said that vaccines are are bad and stuff like that like maybe, <laughs> maybe. like it's too soon it's yeah too maybe soon he's to being optimistic it. exactly maybe maybe the point is that this is like a vault and that and that it's meant to be watched later but uh <laughs> overall I, I didn't really enjoy it. i appreciate that it wasn't super long though that's another yeah. thing is like an hour of your time i think it was 60 minutes like no big deal like i i don't i don't regret watching it i just didn't necessarily enjoy it what about you? You sure you don't regret watching it? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I honestly don't. I just, I, I'm, I'm being very critical of it, but I'm comparing it to like shows that I really enjoy watching. And those sure. are like, I, I kind of only watch shows that are, um, get like are critically acclaimed and stuff. So it's, it's a high Ooh. bar. It has, <laughs> no, that's literally because I don't watch a lot of shit, honestly. Like I only watch things that people are like, oh, you have to watch Breaking Bad. Like, okay, fine. Like that's the only way I really watch things. But anyway. Your turn. You <laughs> oh, I loved it. No, I'm. <laughs> that would be fun if you if you like really opposed my view. Well, so we watched it. Timmy and I watched it. We didn't have the kids. So we're just like, oh, we're just gonna spend a morning, watch this real quick, you know, on, on New Year's Day because that's when it came out and timely. 
And it was funny. I mean, it's like all the things, right? There's some of the writing is really funny. It's like you said, they're being like ironic and, you know, very like sarcastic and whatever. And it was fine. And we enjoyed it, had a couple of chuckles and whatnot. But then when I was rewatching it to prepare for today's recording, I'm just like, ugh, why, why, why <laughs> did I say we were going to do this? Because it does not, I don't think these have a high rewatchability once yeah. is enough. If you even choose to watch it once, understandably, if you don't, because again, we are revisiting shit. We just finished living and all of it sucked and everyone's fatigued on some level of the last couple of years. So it's just kind of like, ew, why? It was the first, so the first time it was fine. And the second time I'm just like, that's when I started thinking like, are these going to replace Black Mirror? Are these going to start becoming an annual series? We didn't have these before COVID BC, but we're getting them now. Like, <laughs> that's what that means? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I never, I always wondered what that meant. <laughs> BC means before COVID <laughs> and AD means after the disease. So that's- okay. That <laughs> no. totally makes sense now. Doesn't it? I'm so smart. But it's like, I, I figured since we did death to 2020, it, it felt like the natural course of action to do death to 2021. But if they come, depending on how this year goes, and if we come out, they come out with another one, I don't know that I'm going to want to do a recording. <laughs> okay. That's, that's good for me to know. That's very interesting. Cause I, <laughs> I could, I'm not saying that I want to, but like, I could see committing like uh, well, we'll talk business here. Yeah. I, I could commit to doing like, again, it's not super long. It's once right. a year, not that big of a deal. It's kind of fun to like review something that I didn't really enjoy. Cause like, like, you know, if you go back yeah. a lot of the black mirror, like, uh, episodes, we were gushing over talking about how much we loved it, giving it such high rating. So like, I think it's fun to kind of like, I don't typically watch things that I don't like. Like I would have not, I would have, if this was for my enjoyment, I would have stopped watching it within the first like 10 minutes, probably mm -hmm. if I'm being completely honest. But to push through is like, I still, again, I don't, I don't regret watching it for, for me. I kind of like viewed it in two separate ways. Like one is like the content. And like I said, I was getting a little fatigued about that, whatever, like uh, maybe it's worth, maybe, maybe honestly, I'll take a peek at like 2020 and just see how that hits when I'm watching it and be like, oh, it is kind of cool to like recount some of the stuff. Like I forgot that happened or well, probably not, but like, no. um, but, but that it, it might seems be so much farther watch. away than yeah. it actually is. Yeah. But um, so is, there's like the content lens and then there's the execution lens of like, I think the mockumentary style could like does make sense for this and it could be used well. But I just don't I just don't think the execution was there personally. There was something about like the, the tone of the jokes and stuff that just seemed very like campy. And I think it's like winking at itself, but almost too mm -hmm. much. Like it's almost too aware of itself. I think also the performers in general are okay. I think Tracy Ullman out of all of them, like killed it. Yeah. And I felt like probably some of her lines were like ad-libbed is my, is my guess. Like she had a couple like funny lines. I was like, there's no way that it was, di it, it seemed like a, I'm going to sound so pretentious not because I'm not a writer, but it seemed like there was a shift in tone for some of her jokes versus like some of the other people's jokes where it seemed like clear that someone like had written it and it wasn't like, Adlib. Sure. And so the, from that side, I would have really loved to see more like, like sketch comedy people or like people sure. more in the comedy realm that I think could bring those characters, not more to life, but just uh, they could bring more to those characters that like, um, uh, what the fuck, uh, the Hugh, fuck, Hugh Grant, 
he was oh, fun. Yeah, yeah. Like he was fine. Like it's it's fun to see him try something new and like be a be extravagant character and stuff like that. Like I think he did well, but he's not a comedian. I would have loved to see like a comedian do that role. I bet they I, like I think I think that would have like shifted it to be like okay, this is this is actually like this is a funny thing. It's 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 undeniably funny. It's just not it's not like someone. I don't know. I just felt like the execution of the characters and stuff. I just wasn't in love with it. See, like with with Hugh Grant's character specifically, Tennyson, whatever the fuck, the men's rights activist, misogynistic racist, and yet also deeply closeted, kind of get that feeling from him, kind of works that it's Hugh Grant as opposed to a comedian. It's that kind of that opposite of what some folks may expect from Hugh Grant. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. But he's... So there was some of the characters, you know, we, we got back, you know, like Hugh Grant's character, Joe Carey's character, the influencer and, and the, the, the white suburban mom shit. And it's like, well, I feel like obviously the second take on, on the series or whatever, they, they became a little bit more, I guess, like fleshed out because we saw them more, but they were so much more insufferable. Yeah. And I'm just like these personas that they are portraying these personality types that we see all around us in the real world i'm like that's why i hate them and that's why (laughs) these suburban moms can you know like like the karen type lady can go fuck herself and hugh grant's character can go fuck himself and then it's so it was i liked i liked that but i also it was so infuriating because of these person, because these personality types have dominated kind of the last couple of years. That's yeah. why they're being featured in shit like this, you right. know, th- this comedic take or whatever. And it's like, even when they're being, you know, very cheeky and, you know, like you said, kind of overly winking at themselves, it didn't really necessarily make it better because I feel like some of these real life persona types, they don't get that. Yeah. They don't understand that that's the joke that they are making fun of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's the sad thing is that someone, someone may see this and be like, well, she's absolutely right. No, she's not. Yeah. <laughs> not <enough>. yeah. Right. <laughs> so to take the place of black mirror would be very, very sad. I, for all the dark fucked up twistiness that is black mirror. I love it. I've rewatched that series more times than a person needs to like for fun. (laughs) I'm actually like, I'm actually probably due to rewatch it. Honestly, I, I, I miss there. I wouldn't say there's not other shows out there like it, but it just gives you kind of that quick shot of like just one, just one like hour long episode and you're in a completely different like reality and all this like crazy shit's happening. Like so much happens within one episode. It makes Mm -hmm. it very, very fun. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I, I, I agree with everything you're saying. And I think, yeah, there just wasn't, and I don't know if it's the format or if it's the, the people playing the characters or whatever, but it just, it, it seemed flat and very like one dimensional. And see, I think I it just, just don't think it worked. I, I, I think, think it just it might be the content and what they're discussing. Yeah, like these are like, these are not made up events that happen. This mm. is shit that literally happened that for a lot of folks was very frustrating, aggravating and exhausting. to watch so to go back and to relive it even in these short little increments 
where they hit on these different events throughout the last year, it's still just like, oh my God, like obviously they start off with the January 6th insurrection. One line that I did like was, I think it was because we get some new faces this season, William Jackson Harper, who played Chidi in The Good Place. So I was really happy to see him. And I was like, I hope his tummy's doing okay. <laughs> uh, Tracy Ullman, as you mentioned, because she's just a comedic god. I loved her character, Madison oh, yeah. Madison. She's just asking questions. Lucy Liu and Stalker Channing were new this season. So I think it was Stalker Channing's character that said about the uh, January 6th insurrection that it was like a Muppet reboot of the Vietnam War. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know. I thought that line was pretty funny. There were a few lines throughout this one that I that that made me laugh. But then on the rewatch, kind of made me sad. <laughs> 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 so there's the point where like Tracy Ullman's character, Madison Madison, she's got like these Judge Janine Pirro uh, vibes. Maybe it's the hair, but she kind of hosts like a Fox News type Tucker Carlson or whatever type show. And when talking about variants starting to pop up in other countries, she has some line about, we should be making variants right here in the United States. <laughs> and I'm just like, it was, it was funny and yet kind of depressing because as, as much of an extreme take as that is, yeah. there's so many people that are just like, USA, you, everything should be done here. And I don't just necessarily disagree with that, but mm -hmm. it does get to a point where it becomes toxic yeah. I think so yeah so some of these little lines kind of sprinkled throughout I appreciated but yeah it's this I think these are a one-time deal if you even want to watch them if you have any kind of interest in that if you like any of the actors that appear throughout you may end up that might be enough reason for you to sit down through it I can't say that I'm going to strongly recommend these Timmy and I enjoy them because Tim's dad takes the kids for New Year's Eve. So it's like we have just enough time in the morning to watch one before the kids come back. And it's just kind of a nice way to just ease into the day. Just a dumb laugh. But some of the other things that the uh, that they hit on for this episode, I guess, aside from the insurrection is Biden's inauguration. They refer to that as a reverse exorcism and that the ghost of Biden will be installed in the White House. Uh, they hit on Bridgerton, which I watched and I loved. Then there was the when Harry and Meghan met Oprah interview. Prince Philip dies. And I think the line was something like he withdrew from humanity permanently. And that he wasn't a racist. He just had a racist sense of humor. Seaspiracy uh, documentary, which I did not watch. So that one missed all same. of that. Yeah, same. Uh, the Oscars. And within that little bit they did, they had, the, I guess the joke was, you know, the, a moment for those that were canceled. And they showed Justin Timberlake. And I was like, what did he do? <laughs> that, so that, that part was funny to me. That was literally the one moment that I was like, okay, that was, that was clever. <laughs> like to, to, to do the whole like cancel culture, but in, in, in the, in the format of that, and mm -hmm. then like throwing in the random people that you're like, what, like, like, you're like, okay, yeah, that person's canceled. But then like, wait, JT. And then they like, there was like cookie monster or like, or like Elmo or like something there was like a Muppet that came up and you're like, and, and so that, that, that part I, I, I enjoyed. <laughs> I think, but it's like for all the ones that they showed and I didn't write everyone down I kind of remembered something you know yeah. a passing headline 
but I couldn't remember anything that Justin Timberlake said or did. Well, so, <laughs> you or no? But that's just... I think that's what's funny about it is that it makes people think like, did he like? <laughs> did he did he hit? Did he hit Jessica Biel? <laughs> like you like you like it makes you like come up with like, wait, did he like? Did he like do something to a kid or something like? You know what I mean? Like you think? <laughs> I kind of think it might he came out with some sort of statement that was maybe trying to be in support of someone oh but just landed completely was just ended up being completely tone deaf and landed not correctly but i don't even remember we should do research because i i have a hunch that they threw in random like they threw in curveballs see and like i said i've I kind of like that was the only one where I was like, I don't recall any. So maybe he was just like the rando they threw in to be like, I gotcha. Now you're asked. Now you're going to Google that shit. Yeah. But yeah, so that that was kind of entertaining. And then they hit on uh, touched on George Floyd's killers trial and being found guilty. And then because what was it? Stocker Channing's character again had a great line about how the one guy was banned from owning firearms because he's like he didn't kill him with a gun killed him with his leg so if you want real justice chop him off at his fucking knees and i was like hell yeah (laughs) (laughs) i enjoyed that i love stalker tanning all right and then from there we spring into vaccines a summer of love and no masks climate change be changing and so they showed some australian floods with a fuck ton of mice which was super gross yeah which i didn't know about uh, Germany washing away and a ring of fire in the Gulf of Mexico, which we did have to Google because I hadn't heard that either. And then white dudes in space, uh, the Olympics uh, pulling out of Afghanistan. And that's where we see Joe Carey's uh, influencer, where he's like doing reaction videos or whatever he's trying to be like oh they're not that bad so he watched some videos and it shows them riding like carny rides and floating on like little boats doing like the pedal boats and i was like is that legit footage is this shit did that shit actually fucking happen i don't know i don't either and so that left me just kind of wondering and a, a smidge concerned right you know, because then the character's like, yeah, they're fine. They're bros. They like to party. And, you know, yeah, they like their guns, but whatever. Well, I mean, you, you brought up the onion and like, I could see that being a very, like a, um, a like a, it runs parallel with this, with this, what do you call this a sh- episode? We'll just call it an episode. For now. Sure. We'll call it an episode. Um, but like, you, I, I can see maybe those parallels of like, they're trying to like, they'll probably they maybe put in a couple fake things that seem like it could be real for like, the comedy effect that i'm not sure could be but it seemed like i don't want to do the like everything everything else was like actual footage and yeah, i don't true. know i guess it wouldn't surprise me that this footage actually exists yeah but it's still very i i didn't like it yeah. <laughs> just, i don't like that image yeah fair it's because we're snowflakes exactly we're too sensitive we're so fragile <laughs> and then we move on to basically fuck texas and the shit that they passed last year. And then something about the French and submarines. And they got all mad because like they're submarines. I don't know. Timmy knew more about that one. So he filled me in when we were watching it. Um, I still don't get it. And then we move on to bonding over the return to theaters with Daniel Craig's last Bond movie, I guess. Maybe. 
but the return to movie theaters. And then Squid Game bitches and Facebook going down for a day basic is newsworthy. Oh, and... can, we, can we rewind for a second? Yes. Squid Game? Yes. When that came up, I get that it was a big cultural thing. And I, I enjoyed the show. Uh, for those of you who don't know our opinions, you can go ahead and check the podcast out uh, <laughs> on Spotify and watch that episode or listen to that episode. Uh, you like that plug? Uh, I like however, it. I was like, you're just advertising another Netflix show on a net on a Netflix show. The, you're, that's literally what it is. It's product. It's literally product placement. Squid Game was not a big enough phenomenon to include in this, along with like the insurrection and like the Olympics and all these big things. And, and it's like, yeah, Squid Game. Like it was like the segment was like whatever. Like it's funny enough, but it was like you're just you just want people to watch Squid Game Netflix. Like that's it's clear that that's why you included it. it but I don't like, know. There was it, and and maybe because you know everything on on our devices and it's all based on algorithms of what we've watched, clicked on, searched, mm-hmm. yada, yada. So it was like all over my shit. Yeah. But then again, after I watched it, I Googled all the things. Yeah. And, and I, I remember a lot of people obviously talking about it and being all for it, but then there was also like the, um, shortly after that, this whole conversation, I guess, about whether or not kids should be watching squid games mm-hmm. and that some kids had watched squid games. To which I have to ask, like, how the fuck is that even news? Like, first of all, first of all, parents, I, I trust your, for the most part, I trust y'all's judgment, <laughs> what you let your kids watch based on their age and their ability to handle shit. However, with that said, this is not a show for young children, <laughs> this podcast or Squid Game. So I didn't understand how this was happening and why it was like news and you know what I mean? Like, I feel like maybe that was a bit more than the show because they blew up this reaction to, oh my God, these kids and oh no, now these kids are, are squid game characters. You know, it's like, well, first of all, those are easy ass fucking costumes. You don't even need to get like an official kind of costume or anything. And how is that? Is that any different than letting your kid dress up as Freddy Krueger or any other fictional serial killer? So I didn't understand the outrage and the backlash from all of that. I'm just like, mm. <laughs> parent your fucking kids. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I think what you're saying is that, like, we, we just keep, we keep echoing it, but it's just like, the stuff is just too, it's too, it's too real that it's like shit that we deal with day to day. And it's just irritating to hear it. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not to the point where like George, the George Floyd shit is like, comedic by any uh, not, not that they try to make it comedic necessarily but it's just like it's like uh, there's so many other things that you could you could joke about i mean maybe maybe i'm not speaking for a majority like maybe maybe that maybe other people um like are looking for humor within these like real life sure. events but i i personally feel like i look for humor and things that aren't related to like this like this stuff i guess just sure. to take a break I, I suppose. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Cause even if you try to, even for those that like kind of need that comedic take on some of these very tragic real life events, it's, it's hard to do. It's there. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. The thing that I think people struggle with is that like, when you joke about this kind of stuff that is controversial, 
if you, how do I say this? The joke has to be good. Like the, it can't be at expense of exactly people that are going through it. People that are like, like even the jokes about like Derek Chauvin and stuff. Like, I don't give a fuck about it. Like, that's not funny to me. Like, 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 yeah, like I'm not, I'm not, I don't like the guy obviously, but it's, it's also like, I don't think he necessarily, like, I don't think it should be a topic of joke. It's just like a thing that's just like, uh, whatever, like that's done. Like, get, get away from me. Like, like, I think, I think sometimes people joke about controversial things and then the joke is at the expense of whatever the thing is. And it's like, it's not that funny. Right. Like you said, it's, it can't be, you know, obviously like the jokes can't be about like the victims and, or like the victim's family. I, for one, don't give a shit about someone like Derek, whatever chauvinist. So joke about cutting off his fucking knees. I like it. That's But I know I, I know what you're saying. I see where you're coming from, that these very real, you know, specifically, let's say like the George Floyd, the, the trial for his for his killers and everything is still very raw for a lot of people. Yeah. And even even when you make jokes about Derek Chauvinist, it's you, you just you, a lot of people maybe don't even want to hear that name anymore. Like yeah. you said, just ready to like move on and try and heal from that and move forward however that whatever that path yeah. may be for them yeah so i i get it i i they didn't spend a lot of time on on that and maybe mm. that was an attempt to not overdo jokes or potentially cross a line and just right along with the next terrible thing that happened yeah no, I get that. You have a valid point. Well, and, and just to like clarify, like I, I, if I, I, I am in the camp of belief that anything could, can be joked about anything. I mean, we, we are, yes. we have very dark humors. I think anything can be joked about. However, they don't need to be. They, sure. certain things should only be joked about if there's a really good joke there. So you talk about like the victims, like, like in, in like, in my, like in a vacuum, they're, like there probably is a funny joke about the victims of whatever but you and i can't make it like it probably has to be some comedian that's a fucking genius that is able to like you know like like actually craft a joke that that like it and i think that's the problem is that people think that it's like it's not that it's not okay that you're joking about it. It's that your joke was really bad. And yes. so that makes it, that makes it bad. Yeah. Your joke has to be funny if you're going to make a joke. So that, that's the issue I have. It's not so much the people that are being like, like rude and joking about things. It's that they're fucking bad at it and get better <laughs> at it before you think you're good at it. Like, like you're not funny. Like you think that you can sound off on Facebook and make a joke about like these political things but yet you can't make me laugh in person if we're sitting, like talking over a beer. Like you're mm-hmm. not funny. Most of you <laughs> motherfuckers are not funny. I'm going on a rant now. Like, like for real, like, like, <laughs> like most of the people that you're with are not funny. That's just, it's just the facts. Like not everyone I think about in school. I got this is such a tangent. I think about in school when you're sitting <laughs> in the classroom, like are all the people funny in your classroom? No, there was one or two funny fucking people in that class who knew who knew how to do shit. Everyone else is just like pawns in that. And I feel like people just think because of because they're recycling content from other people and because they're like all this, all this like bullshit. And like it's just they think that they can make jokes about shit and, and it's okay. And it's like, no, it's it's not it's it's not okay because you're not funny. It's not good execution. Mm-hmm. Like if you're gonna do that shit, be be a 
be a comedian. I don't know. Yeah. Be good at it. Yeah, be like, good at it. Don't don't work at your craft. Suck at it. Exactly. exactly. Just because you're voted like a class clown or mm -hmm. that doesn't mean that you are good at comedy. No. Like just because you can do pratfalls and fall down or smart off to like, you know, with your high school example, smart off to the teacher and it gets a giggle from the class because it's like, oh my God, no, he didn't just say that. He's such a badass. Yeah. Doesn't mean you're funny. It means that there's something deeply wrong and that you're <laughs> acting out for attention. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you don't exactly. have any intention to be be in comedy you're just everyone thinks you're fucking funny. everyone thinks you're so funny i know not. you're not funny if you're listening to this you're <laughs> no i won't i won't do that to your listeners i'm sure your listeners are very funny uh because they, they they're uh friends with you they need to have a sense of humor yeah yeah to, to anyway that was my rant. i'm sorry you can cut all that out if you like no but... no it was gorgeous I, <laughs> I i think about these things a lot people just aren't funny i agree not everyone can be as like naturally funny as as you and I. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So be funny like us people. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> 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 so then yeah. So then Facebook goes down and that's worldwide news. And everyone's like, oh my God, big fucking deal. But then they also admit to being naughty and perpetuating misinformation and uh hate speech and all that stuff. And then there's the announcement of the metaverse, which is just fucking weird fuck Zuckerberg. Then we move on to more climate change issues, the COP con, the conference of the parties convention, and basically back to not doing shit about climate change. And then come booster requirements for employment. So shot in the arm or you'll lose your job. <laughs> and to all the people that don't want to fucking get vaccinated or get a booster shot in order to retain employment, uh, boo fucking who to you too bad. And personally, I don't see it being any different than employers requiring drug tests to gain or maintain employment. Because the bottom line is, you are a liability to that company. They don't give a shit about you. They give a shit about themselves, their productivity, their bottom line, blah, 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 blah. So when you're like, I'm not going to get vaccinated and you bring COVID into the workplace and possibly shut shit down or slow up production, you're the fucking problem. So that's my mini rant. <laughs> I so feel go, go get funny and go get vaccinated <laughs> if you're listening to this. Hey, maybe one of the side effects to the vaccine is being funny. Oh. It's not, but <laughs> <laughs> all right. And then the masks are back and you're gonna be in trouble if you don't wear one where they you, you need to fucking just wear the goddamn masks and get your goddamn vaccines. And then it ends with. Omicron. So it hits on a lot of shit. And there are only a few things out of all of that that I I didn't see or had heard about. But the last two years have been so chock full of terrible shit <laughs> happening every day. It's so hard to keep on top of that stuff, even if I wanted to. I don't want to. And I still was familiar with 90% of what they fucking talked about. <sighs> So then it ends. You're, it you're stressed out about about listing the topics in this fucking like comedy. I mean, I, I guess I'm leaving the comedy. It, it is partially comedy. Like that, 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 that screams to me that like the, the issue with this is like even you recounting, even you just giving the topics, you're like, 
I'm so tired. I'm so sick of talking about this because we think about it because it's not only talking about it. It's because I realize how much I'm thinking about it all the time. Yes. And I'm like, oh, I am really fatigued about it. It's not, it's not only just, I actually, it's, it's kind of fun discussing that. Maybe, maybe that's the point. Maybe it's our conversation, but um, I think it's just a very fascinating observation that you're getting, you're getting fed up and fired up just reading what (laughs) what the show is going over. Well, yes, it's so, everything is just so fucking exhausting. I'm at just like a constant base level of like heightened anxiety. And that's just where I'm at all the fucking time now. And then it spikes up from there. It'll dip down when I just get depressed for a few days because we all need a rest. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like we get every, like every fucking week, I get an email from the school having to do with the kids not specifically them, but your kid came in kind of close contact with someone who was later confirmed to have COVID and just monitor their symptoms. They didn't come in close enough contact where you need to quarantine them yet, but keep an eye on, on symptoms. I'm like, bitch, I haven't stopped every fucking cough, every sniffle. It's just like a head snap. Like, what are you doing? You all right? How you feeling? How's your sniffer? How's your taster? Everything. All right. Feeling warm. And they're just like, I choked on my spit, mom. It's I'm like, okay, I get that it happens all the time. So it is very, it is, it's exhausting to talk about it, to live through it. And then even just revisiting this episode or whatever the fuck it's going to end up being. So again, I ask how necessary are these death to the previous year? I'm I'm really curious of like the process in which they decide to do these. Like I'm I'm curious like how like is it a is it a contract thing with him that he I just I I don't know. I'm really curious if there's a plan to continue to release these like you said. Like what like what goes into it because like realistically within a year. I mean we we can talk about these specific years that they covered, right? Like like they've been very eventful years. There's been plenty to cover. And so when we compare it to other years, we're like, oh, the good old days are used to be stuff. But if you think about it within a year, there's plenty of shit to go over, right? There's mm-hmm. always going to be crazy things going on, maybe not quite as crazy as this. And so that's what I'm curious about is like, let's say objectively we have a calmer year. I'm not even going to say this year because it's going to change us <laughs> in five years, let's say. Let's say this show has been fair. going. Every year has just been a shit show. We like... Like everyone starts growing like like feet out of their fucking asses and like like we're all like weird like like half the people died like but like in year five from now like everything's better would they would they continue this or do they base it off of the shit that's going on within the year the trauma um, yeah because it, the the way that they lined up there's like a change between presidents and stuff the other thing that I want to bring up and uh, apologies if you were planning on talking about this but. Another question that I have is so like the creators and writers, at least like, oh, I could be, I guess I could be wrong. So like the lead writer, Ben Caudell, and then we're talking about Charlie Brooker too. I I would just assume that he's British because of like Mm -hmm. the, so that's my other question too, is like, and you don't have to have an answer, but like, do we, do we feel a certain way about, because a lot. Uh, these are world events, but a lot of the things they depicted were specific to America, I would say, or like some of the topics were specific to America. Um, 
so is that something that we should be considering when we watch this is, uh, is like is it british satire of american culture in some ways how do we feel is that okay how do we feel about that would would the product be different if it were you know if it were um american greg made Dan greg daniels directing it you know what i mean and we get steve carell to play you know what i mean it's like it's like like it it does feel interesting that it's it's not that i feel like it's like making fun of americans but it's there are some american topics that are covered by and these are like some some of them are like british writers so i'm, mm -hmm. I'm curious of like do you like do you have opinions about that or do you just think it's all when it comes down to comedy it's just like whatever well i think initially like with death to 2020 it it did kind of come across as like a bit like this is a british take on shitty world events but then weirdly focusing on the united states and granted that changing of presidents and yada yada those are still pretty big world mm -hmm. events too but some of the some of the comments and some of the criticism that i've read about these death twos has been that you know yeah it's it's charlie brooker it follows kind of the format of a show that he's done before the screen screen wipe i think and but that it's too based on the united states and our bullshit and i think that's fair criticism because again even through let's say the lens of you know british humor like we're still the main focus and it's like can we just maybe not be for a little bit yeah. like what don't tell me terrible shit did not fucking happen across the pond right. that y'all didn't include yeah right you know like what political persons did a terrible thing or got busted doing this or that you know it's like you guys could have probably threw in a bit more other country scandals and right. whatnot yeah but you want to focus on america because we're just the big fucking mess yeah well and that's, so that's it's, the... it is it is kind of interesting to to try and think of it i hadn't really thought of it like that especially for for 21 2021 mm -hmm. but i kind of kept in mind some of those some of that criticism that yeah. I had read about it being too heavy on the United States and I would agree it touches so quickly on these you know weather events happening in other countries but it was just like oh here's a bunch of disgusting mice and then here's a building uh somewhere in Germany being washed away through the floods and like that's it yeah there there isn't a little bit more and maybe it's just because too much terrible shit happens and it's hard to pack everything in but again you can probably take out some of the american stuff <laughs> yeah you're suck. talking about specifically you have a segment about texas like i mean yeah that's a funny it's it's maybe kind of a funny joke but it's like there, there's uh, that you're what you're talking about is, is kind of like gets me to this like the the question that i have that may may not have an answer maybe only charlie broker himself could answer but like what what is the point of this am i supposed to laugh am i supposed to feel moved am i supposed to just watch and not attach any feelings to it like what like like am i supposed to rewatch it like we have so many questions and i think that's where this falls short is that it doesn't feel like it has a true just to me like the un, an untrained just watcher that mm -hmm. watched it for fun and fell asleep uh, through one time and I had to rewatch it this morning. We are uh, siblings. <laughs> we um, are related. Literally, I fell asleep. At, I remember falling asleep at the 30 minute mark and being like, good, because it'll be easier for me to go back and watch. <laughs> I'll know exactly where I need to be. 
It was like, I just didn't feel like, I didn't understand the purpose of it. And so because of that, I didn't enjoy, it wasn't a fun, enjoy, it wasn't a fun experience because I was, then I was picking stuff apart, just like I've been doing during this episode. Just, now, now do you think you would be more accepting of death to 2020 and death to 2021? Had these been a, a, a reoccurring se- series before COVID? Because it's like we we'd already had Trump for a few years, so they could have reported on all those terrible fucking stupid things. But yeah. that gets exhausting as well. Right. So do you think do you think it's really has to do with like the subject matter that makes these so kind of fall short or like you said, how are we supposed to feel or how are these supposed to be received? Because if we yeah. had something to compare it to BC, where it's like, yes, these are supposed to be funny, they are poking fun and calling out in comedic ways these kind of behaviors and stuff but not necessarily such traumatic shit because we didn't have a pandemic then yeah so do you think just the because we did talk about for death to 2020 the timing yeah of it and it existing just in general and then when it's being released and you would even ask would this maybe do better if it was released as a summer watch right and we oh, did talk that. you did say that that's the one thing i remember you saying i don't remember anything else from that out of everything in our lives that is the one thing you remember <laughs> they should do the death of 2020 in the summer <laughs> i do have some good ideas sometimes <laughs> but again you know it's like we kind of i know we were recording but now i don't remember if it was <laughs> for the like the actual our actual episode had started right but again like that that timing of you know would do we need to watch these do these come out now but we need to watch them later mm-hmm. to maybe kind of appreciate it or get it or actually feel a bit more relaxed to laugh about so again kind of a, a similar question just with the two things yeah it seems like this time around we're leaning towards either these aren't necessary or they aren't necessary like they're not necessary at all, or they're just not necessary now. Right. And we'll come back to them. I think maybe if like in like five years, they had done a death to 2020 or a death to 2021. I think that, I think that might've been, that might be enough time for us to be like, okay, I'm, I'm ready to kind of have a chuckle, have mm-hmm. a giggle. And I'm not so traumatized by these events where I'm ready to revisit them. Because again, I don't, I don't think these have a high rewatchability no. rate, so. No, the, the, I, mean, I mean, I'm trying to prove my own point, but what you're saying just resonates with me of like, it just wasn't funny enough. Like, like it, it, it didn't do, like if you're going to, it, this honestly kind of harkens back to our, the conversation about being funny is like, if you're going to joke about things that are divisive, the jokes have to be fucking funny. They have to be very funny. They have to be jokes that like I couldn't think of and that that I haven't that that my neighbor couldn't think of. Like, like that's what's funny is when you watch shows that are funny, they say something like, oh my God, like I never would have thought of that. Like mm-hmm. the, associating that, whatever. And so for me, there was a lot of low-hanging fruit. Were there witty lines? Of course there was, but like I just don't think it was funny enough for the content that they are covering. Mm-hmm. And so that's my biggest gripe with it is like. I think I think the way that's formatted uh, formatted right now it needs if you took off all of the like um, 
the subject, like all of the all the different topics that they covered, it should still be funny. And I don't think that would happen. I think mm. the jokes would fall completely flat. Like, like the, you know, like I mean, I don't want to bring up specific jokes because there, there's a million in them. And I like like comedy is hard, but like like, you know, a simple joke of like she was saying something about like not being able to um they're talking about mass and she was talking to Cameron and she's like, uh, she tried to say something funny and she was like, Oh, I'm assuming you're you're laughing or something but i can't tell oh looking at me smugly or something something like yeah something along those lines i'm like i've heard that joke 10 million times already like i go to the grocery store and the and the clerk says shit like that like that's not funny enough it's not funny enough it's not funny enough so i think in my opinion if if i were the creator of death of 20 if i were charlie broker um i feel like either i would need to spend more time i would i would get i personally would get better comedians and work harder on the writing to make fun of your jokes around it so that it's not so reliant on the actual topics. Or I would change the format and maybe like I could see like mixing in like kind of like an onion thing where you mix in fake things too, like fake footage. So even like, yeah, like you could do, you know how they did like flashbacks and stuff and like sometimes they'd have the characters do stuff like, like have kind of the flashback where you can do made up things that, sure. that didn't actually happen. Like I could see that being really yeah. funny. Um, but they didn't really like commit to that idea. They would throw in like you know the the mom the whatever yep. the mom like like uh, ripping off masks and be like take off your mask and like trying to say funny stuff like well and then her, a bigger part of it and then and then faking you know the fake footage of her at the insurrection but then mixed in with the act some actual footage that yeah. I didn't see because I didn't watch that all day long or anything because I was like this is fucking terrible yeah hard pass yeah but it's like you know they've got footage of you know some guy on the phone he's all like we're coming to get you and you know fucking like all these threats and everything and i'm like holy fuck like that was because again this was new to me footage and it just kind of made that day even worse and what happened even worse but i did kind of enjoy that the fake footage with her again i think it's just this i I think it's just because We've had two incredibly shitty years. And how do you make any of that truly funny to, yeah. to Brian's standards? Right. Brian's standards, Brian level. <laughs> My funny. standards only. <laughs> I and think it's like, like hard. It's I don't, <laughs> yeah. It's it's not, it's it's hard. Yeah. I, I'm not a comedic person, ca- comedian. Mm. <laughs> I don't even know the word for Clearly, it. Clearly, <laughs> yeah. You just like had a panic attack <laughs> trying to say that word. The look on your face was like- That was like, that was like Fonzie. <laughs> you know, uh, Fonzie couldn't say the word love. That was exactly, <laughs> I'm a comedian. <laughs> the look on your it? face was like, I think my sister had a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not going to do anything about it. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think because all of this shit is so dark and we're so tired of it. Everyone's tired. We can if there's one thing everyone can agree on, it's that we're fucking exhausted with all of this shit. So if it was just some boring ho-hum year with some just what ends up going viral or some fun Florida, Florida man headlines that they could rip on and include that, then sure, these could be a fun, lighthearted watch. But these are very dark events that actually happen. You know, like, as we talk about, like, I'm surprised that it has as high of a rating as it does online because, like, and it's not very high. It's, like, six point something on on IMDb. But if you think about, like, the, like, 
we like I do feel like we are the audience for this like people that enjoy humor people that are into dark humor people that are like they are clearly catering to our view uh, not not catering but like this is catered to people that have similar political views as we do Mm -hmm. so in a way I feel like we are the audience for this and we didn't like it (laughs) and so and 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 that's also excluding all the other people that there's no way there's someone that doesn't like masks is going to watch this and be like exactly "Uh, it's not going to be funny to them too so that's where I'm confused is like who is the audience and who's enjoying this um maybe it's the people that sit like super in the middle that like are like just like are so in the middle that they laugh at both sides that maybe it's like funny funny to them but it just didn't do it for me and I I think I personally think again that it was like poorly executed yeah yeah it's not the this has a rating of 6.3 on IMDb and in scrolling just doing a quick scroll through user reviews the highest rating out of 10 has been eight but a lot of them have been considerably less than that (laughs) (laughs) and just kind of looking at it it's why (laughs) why why does this exist why did I watch it yeah why does life suck so bad the last (laughs) two years what is the point of this am I am I supposed to reflect am I supposed to have deep conversations with the person I'm sitting with while I'm watching this am I supposed to laugh about it am I supposed to let go of reality it's like it's just all over the place for me. And I I don't, I I just don't see when I would be in the mood to watch it again. Right. Right now. Yep. I literally, I literally said maybe in five years, I'll I'll be in a place where I'm like, (laughs) maybe it could be funny. That's like, I'm trying to give it a pass, but it's like. Think of how much amazing, better things to watch in five years than going back and revisiting this drivel. So precisely. It's. Yeah, I don't, I don't, these don't need to exist. No, I wanted and to like it. I think we both wanted to like I it. Think I think so too. To yeah. Because yeah, I guess maybe it's, it's still, I'm still trying to fill that black mirror void because no. I miss it so much. And it's like, that's the thing that I like about my dark and fucked up shows is I can disappear into them in this world that is so much worse than the real world. Yeah. And I get, and I get stressed out watching it, but I can leave it and then come back to the real world and be like, eh, it's not so bad. Exactly. No, that's, that's exactly what goes on through my mind. When I watched, when I watched the movie gladiator and when I watched game of Thrones, every time I watched, anytime I watch those after I'm like, I could die not that big <laughs> like people die, like like you watch people how they die in those in those movies you're like that's not a big deal it's yeah. like if i have a stroke and die, it's like it's like that's not that seems those people got their heads like they got tortured before they died and like it, people are right. dying left and right to like different beasts and stuff like that i'm like it's not, big. It's not that big of a deal but yeah. then like time time passes and i become a wimp again i'm like no like, <laughs> take, i'm not ready yet you know what i mean it just depends. It really does like change your state of mind. Like I get, yeah. I get what you're saying. It's like, yeah, that's way worse. So it makes this stuff feel not as not as horrible. Yeah. So, but then to watch these and be like, oh yeah, that was all terrible. Shut it off and <laughs> look around. And be like, well, everything is still terrible. Mm. <sighs> Fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, a couple of things as we wrap up. Um, I did like some of the writing for the end uh one of the lines being something not exact but ending the year the way we started it 
polarized and divided, vax versus no vax, conservative versus progressive, science versus whatever the fuck the fucking mental opposite of fucking (laughs) science is. That line there absolutely tells me that we and where we side with things are their kind of target audience. Because we can hear that line and chuckle, but also weep a little bit. Because what is the fucking mental opposite of fucking science? Yeah. But I did kind of like that. And then the question asked while they rolled um, the credits at the end was, what did we learn in 2021? All their, quote, panelists gave an answer. Stocker Channing's was the best. No one learned anything in 2020. And again, if that's supposed to be a joke, it's not funny because it's so fucking true. Sometimes things are funny because they're true. This one is just sad and upsetting because it's true. Yeah. But it it resonated. I'm like, fuck yeah, Rizzo's right. So (laughs) not arguing with her. Yeah. So any other like stray bubbles, anything that kind of your last chance to bring anything up that we maybe missed or you think we kind of we ready to put this bitch to bed? You, maybe you've already said this before, but straight bubbles, that's a nice, like, that's nice. Thanks. This yeah. is, it's, it's kind of new. I started it on the last recording because I had, for a while, I was just doing stray observations. Simple, it mm-hmm. goes to it. And then I remembered where I got that. And that's from uh, AV Club. And I was like, I should probably change that. I'll probably <laughs> not do that. Because <laughs> it's, it's simple. It's to the point. You, yeah. you know exactly what you're doing, getting into and so stray bubbles is my save my ass from copyright infringement (laughs) no i mean it makes it makes way more sense too no i really like it um no not really i i just want to reiterate like i i not that i personally know charlie brooker but like i don't regret watching this i didn't necessarily enjoy it very much but i also like i could see like sitting down with a partner or with a friend and like having like having this conversation with you not to get too sappy but having this conversation for you actually makes me feel like it was more worthwhile because it it did that cliche thing of like it had us have a conversation about some of the stuff and like clearly like we had some stuff to vent i don't think that was the point of this i'm gonna i'm gonna be real like i don't think he they released this to be like we're gonna have everyone talk about it like now they're gonna have podcasts with their siblings and talk about (laughs) politics like that's not that's not realistic but I think if you can watch the show and then it can it can spark conversations where you can um, not necessarily talk like this is this isn't going to inspire you to go talk to someone that's anti-vax or vice versa or whatever, right. but it might inspire you to go talk to a friend and be like, hey, I need a vet about this bullshit that's going on in my life. This kind of reminded me of it, bummed me out, but like, here's this like, um, so I can see some merit to it, but I really wish they would try harder less harder i'm not sure what the answer is there though because i think i think some of the comedy for me like it seemed like they were trying a little too hard but either way i think there's some tweaks that they could make to actually make it more enjoyable to watch Mm -hmm. but in general um if you have someone to watch it with and have someone to talk to talk to about it i think it's worth time if you have time to give it if you have that hour and then maybe at like 20 minutes, I don't know how long yeah. we've been going on now. But well, and you mentioned yeah. the, the, the kind of like idea of like, not that it's a tradition for you and Timmy, but like you have a moment where you're like, this makes sense to watch right now. I can mm-hmm. see merit in doing that every year and being like, oh, this is kind of a stupid thing that we'll get a couple chuckles out and we'll, it'll remind us yeah. of some of the stuff we can talk about. Like I could see some merit to that, but I, I it's, it's, 
it's below a six for me. Well, and then again, it's being released on New Year's Day, which is International Hangover Day. And so it is kind of that, like, let's put on something mindless that I don't necessarily need to think about because Mm -hmm. I've just lived all these moments and I got blackout drunk last night trying to forget all these moments. So I'm not going to sit here kind of zombify and be like, yep. Yep. And you know, you're hungover. So maybe things are funnier than they needed to be. <laughs> yeah. Wait, I have, I have one more, I have a stray bubble real quick that I'm bringing okay. up too. Is that one thing, you know, I said that I was really impressed that they, they snuck in the variant there. Like it's mm-hmm. clear that they like, they like wait till the last second to like get as much in the year as they can. Um, I wonder how much of a strain that is on the writers and on the actors, because sure. if you think about how they're shooting it, like, they can't shoot it all throughout the year, right? So I don't, I don't know what, what they're doing. So they probably have less time to come up with the jokes and workshop them and, sure. and have a bunch of takes with the actors and have them try different things. Like um, it probably limits the amount of stuff that they can do that other shows get to do because they have like so much, you know, the, the episodes that we're watching on comedies are shot like years ago and it's all this work that like builds up and there's all the editing and stuff and mm-hmm. um, post-production stuff so I'm wondering if that plays into it too is like because of the format and the way that they're maybe that's what I was saying about the summer release is that it gives them a little bit more time to like let's try out these jokes a little bit more and see sure, like kind you of know maybe we can it. punch them up yeah maybe we can punch them up we, maybe we can um I think that might play into the quality of the show as well as like the rush it seems rushed to me yeah yeah I I get that again it's just kind of questioning then like how necessary are these if they're gonna <laughs> yeah. Yeah. if they're gonna kind of rush the endings or just any bits to try and make sure they get it out at the beginning of the year yeah but also try and fit in as much from the previous year yeah and then you're yeah dipping in dipping down the quality there and uh not gonna be so good uh one stray bubble that i have was the uh when the vaccines first came out and Timmy and I went and signed up and got ours right away as soon as we could. And then, you know, weeks go by, a month goes by, a couple months go by. And now these companies are coming out with fucking incentives to make sure people get their goddamn shots. Fuck that shit. Do what you're fucking supposed to do as you're told. You go to work, right? Like all yeah. this shit that pissed me off. Like, I don't even like Krispy Kreme donuts, but the fact that they were like, hey, show us your back card, you get a freedom. Go fuck yourselves. Just do what you're fucking supposed to do. Just do what you're fucking ass. We all had some sort of adult in our life always telling us to do shit to the point where it broke us. And we're like, okay, these are things that we just have to do. This is one of them. You don't get a free donut. You don't get a fucking coupon. And if that's the case, someone owes me some shit. Yeah. Just to be clear, listeners, I am vaccinated. She's not, she's not <laughs> like, I'm looking at a video and it looks like she's yelling at me. And she, she's not, she's, it's more like a, like, uh, I, yeah, I, I get like, yeah. I, I, I'm vaccinated. And I, I didn't go get my donut either. I, yeah, we didn't, like I said, and, and so that just, that shit just made me yeah. really mad. Cause I'm like, I understand the purpose of it because clearly not enough people were. So it's like, all right, now you got to throw in that free prize at the bottom of the fucking cereal box. But it's like, what about like, I'm sorry to be like this, but it's like, I want to be fucking selfish. Everyone else gets to be selfish and me, me, me. And I don't want to wear a mask and my rights and yada, yada. But like, (laughs) when is it my turn? When do I I get the fucking donut? That's the problem. We're, we're, you know, we, 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 
we're doing it for the greater good. And because the of that, we good. feel like we're getting taken advantage of and there's no accountability. Accountability yeah. is the key word. There's no accountability for people that they get rewarded for doing the thing that they should already be doing. They yes. should buy into. So I, I it's like, it's like, I, I remember asking dad for an allowance for like cleaning my room and doing these things. And he literally said, no, because you're supposed to do those things anyway. Right. And then I was like, well, I'm not going to do them if you're not going to pay me. <laughs> <laughs> and then you did it for and then I did it. many years. <laughs> Mom was an enabler, so I also blame her. <laughs> so accountability zero for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. That was my stray bubble. That was my rant. Yes, it did. On the video with Brian, it looked like I was yelling at him <laughs> because when I get really fired up and I Timmy calls me out on this, friends have told me this too. People are always like, but why are you yelling at me? And I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm not yelling at you, but you are in front of me you're yelling past you're yelling <laughs> yeah. past me so yeah. i i get very aggressive like but i'm not mad at the people i that happen to be around me when i rant right i just gradually get louder and angrier all right well that has been uh this has been an episode <laughs> yeah. a lot of ranting a lot of ranting lot i of love ranting. it um so as we close off before we pop off what's been streaming in your bubble that's a good question. I'm glad that I know now in the format to uh, think about the answer to this question because I often, I'm like, I've been, I've been kind of boring. I think I mentioned on past episodes, I've been kind of boring when it comes to watching shows. I haven't started it yet, but I was looking through, um, first of all, okay, two things I'll mention. Oh my I God, I should have lunch. No, shut up. I, <laughs> I was scrolling through Hulu and I found the documentary, oh my God, I forgot the name of it. Holy fuck. Shut up. <laughs> Edit this part out. <laughs> um, but it's the it's the documentary that talks about the process of uh, Dogs for the Blind. And Ooh. I actually have a friend that works for that organization. And it is called... <laughs> Thank God we're not live. <laughs> it's called Pick Up the Litter. <laughs> Just edit that to make it sound like I got that really quick. It's a show called, it's a documentary called Pick of the Litter, but it's really fascinating because it follows the process of, of the start of a puppy and, and the whole process that the puppy goes through and all the different training that it goes through to potentially become a, a, a dog that. Like a service dog. <laughs> a dog that walks blind people. That's a really bad, that's a really bad way to say it. <laughs> That's not their purpose. They're there to service. They don't walk the people that they walk together, essentially. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Why does this always happen? Every episode is something so dumb. Um, I really didn't mean to say that. So um, anyway, it's it's a really, if you like dogs. <laughs> or blind people. <laughs> especially blind people. <laughs> Oh, no. I, the, we we're always, both, we're both.
both wiping tears out of our well, eyes. I mean, sometimes because right you like you said something dumb during um, Squid Game Thanks. that was funny, but like otherwise, <laughs> like usually it's me saying like putting my foot in my mouth and saying something really dumb. I don't understand why this keeps happening. <laughs> um, so that was a fun watch. That's a documentary. Um, the other show that I that I stumbled upon during uh, when I was on Hulu is Atlanta. And I, I can't oh, remember if we right. talked about Atlanta. I watched the first season. I think I started watching a couple of the episodes and then I started watching another show. But I was like, man, I haven't seen the show in a while. And I, I remember really enjoying it. So I'm I'm literally, like probably tonight, I'm going to start Atlanta. And nice. um, I think there's two episodes on Hulu and I'm going to rewatch that. What about That's you? I've been, well, I've actually had a, um, so my last, I, some of my upcoming recordings are all like movie based or like a one, like not a series. So I've had a lot of a bit more free time to watch stuff. And I've just kind of, I watched CW's DC's Legends of Tomorrow and got caught up on all the episodes that are on Netflix. And that's just a fun, silly, goofy ass show. And I love it to fucking pieces. So it's totally random. I'm going to start prepping for a Patrick Swayze recording that I've got in February. So I'm going to start watching a shitload of Patrick Swayze movies. And I want to try and squeeze in the, the series that he was on when he passed away. The Beast, I think is what it's called. I've never seen it, but I heard really, really good things. So I'm kind of, I want to try and get that in. Otherwise, Timmy and I are watching Book of Boba Fett. And so we're getting our Star Wars geek on. But otherwise, like he and I just finished Witcher season two. Uh, Letter Kenny season 10 I've watched like three times just kind of a lot of let a lot of random stuff that's good though variety I think variety is good for sure that sounds like that sounds like some fun watches I'm not a huge Swayze fan but that, I think it will be fun though because I think like some of those movies that he was in were like really interesting <laughs> well and I'm I'm really I'm most excited to rewatch to Wong Fu thanks for everything Julie Newmar um Timmy's not a big Swayze fan, so he is not looking forward. I'm not that surprised. I don't think no. Timmy should be a Swayze fan. <laughs> I don't think that makes sense. Either way, I'm still I'm still really excited. So that should be should be good times. Nice. Exciting. Yeah. Well, all right. That is gonna do it for us today, my bubblies. Thanks for joining me and watching whatever the fuck this was, <laughs> Brian. And Appreciate you being on. Thanks for having me. And thank you, Bubblies, for listening today. And keep streaming. Bye. If you're enjoying this podcast, be sure to let me know by rating and reviewing wherever you get your podcast fix. Follow me on Twitter at Streaming Bubble. Find me on Facebook and Instagram as My Streaming Bubble. Have thoughts, suggestions, questions, or want to be tolerated? Email me at MyStreamingBubble at gmail.com. If you want to show your love and support for this little old podcast in monetary form, search My Streaming Bubble over at buymeacoffee.com and buy me a cheese wedge. And if you want to take that love and support to the next level, head over to Redbubble where you can find and purchase My Streaming Bubble merch. All monetary support goes right back into this podcast from new recording equipment to night cheese. Thanks for your support and keep streaming.